The body has the ability to heal. You can help by clearing unuseful things out of the way. Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. Hey there, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about clearing emotional and mental stagnation. I think as humans, we all get stuck. I'm talking about stagnation. If you don't know what that is, it's basically having little or no movement, no flow. I mean, when you're feeling stuck, whether it's emotionally or physically, maybe it's the patterns that you're recreating in in your physical world or in your mind, the behaviors that you're doing, you feel blocked. You feel like something is not right. If you have ever created awareness amongst your stagnation, you know that it can feel very uneasy in your body, in your mind. You might be feeling a sense of lacking or unfulfilled. Perhaps you feel empty. Maybe you're suffering from mood swings or depression or anger, or irritability. Maybe you have physical pain or discomfort. Somehow you feel that things are not right. You want more. You don't know what's going on. But regardless, you're not feeling a sense of thriving or vitality. You feel stuck. There is no flow. That's what I'm talking about. Stagnation. And when we talk about stagnation, I think that it's important to note that there's various aspects. We're talking about the mind and the body. And when we talk about your mind and how it affects your body, we have to look at emotions because our emotions have such a powerful effect on our minds and our body. Basically, they exist to help us process and um, they process our thoughts, our feelings, our experiences. And when we are in disharmony with our emotions and with our body, that leads the way to disease. I personally believe that a lot of disease is suppressed emotions and experiences, a lot of uh, blockages. There is no flow. And definitely that affects every cell in your body. Because like I said, we are all connected. You can feel disease coming on starting to come on just by your thought patterns. And then it shows up physically in your immune function and things that hurt throughout your body and how you feel about life and just things kind of go south from there. So I think it's important to um, evaluate your lifestyle, your belief systems, and your ability to release what doesn't work and note how that impacts your health and your well-being. So by clearing your emotional and your mental stuff, I mean, that's a process that you have to do all the time. It's not a one-time deal. You check in with yourself and um, you're constantly noting what's not working and then you release it. Part of it is 
realizing that as humans, not even as humans, everything is made up of energy and frequencies. Our bodies are composed of energy. Living things are composed of energy. We're talking about trees. We're talking about plants, our food, anything. And if you think of DNA, what it's comprised of, they're basically subatomic particles of energy and they vibrate at frequencies. It's been said by people that study this stuff that our bodies are supposed to be vibrating at a frequency of 62 to 70 megahertz. That's the frequency. When you're sick, like say, like for the flu, for example, that drops to 57 megahertz. Cancer drops even further, 42 megahertz. But let's say you start doing a meditation practice. When you're meditating and you're able to read your frequency, that comes in somewhere between 77 and 83 megahertz. We want to be able to raise our frequency, our energy, how our cells are responding. So we're looking at the higher numbers and these little shifts in these numbers. And, you know, we don't go through life with a machine that measures this stuff, but we can feel it again energetically if you have the awareness to do so. So that's the first thing I want to bring to your attention is awareness. We're talking mind, body, spirit. We're talking about your thoughts, the people that surround you, your physical self, the sensations, your environment. And by creating awareness, that's the first step. So let's say awareness in your body, if you feel it not energized, if you feel it tense and stuck, what do you do? You can gain higher frequencies through exercise, through yoga, through stretching, through acknowledging the tension you're, you're carrying in your neck, in your jaw, wherever it is you're holding it and releasing it. You can energize through exercise, through cardio strength training. Movement basically releases any kinks that you have in your body and allows the flow to do its job. Also, sleep. When you're rested, your body is repairing. So if you're not sleeping well and you're having, you're feeling tired in the morning or, or just like not enough rest happened, then you want to address that. The same thing with your food. You got to eat clean because this is what you're putting into your body. This is what gives you that vitality, that nourishment, everything that you need. And again, you're eating plants, you're eating things that come with their own energy source, their own frequency. So being mindful of that and limiting toxins, caffeine and alcohol and the things you clean with and the stuff you put on your body and the creams and things you drink, all that stuff nourishing your skin, basically creating the environment for your body to be able to thrive. You got to clean it up. Sometimes you just got to simplify it, get rid of all that excess and just stick to two or three things that work. You want to create an environment of calm, of ease, a great way to do that is to connect with other things that are, are perfect in harmony in nature with plants. You want to bring some plants indoors. You may want to go outside to the beach. You want to use water in your shower, in your baths to create that sensation. And, and all of that's being absorbed in your body, in your cells. You want to hydrate. And then there's people. 
There's people that I'm sure you're around sometimes that pull you down, that you can almost feel the negativity, the jealousness, the envy. You got to get rid of those people. You want to be around people that lift you up, or at least that don't bring you down. When you identify it, just very kindly walk away or limit your exposure. Because sometimes, you know, these people can be people you love very dearly, but they're stuck. You just don't want it to come into your own energy field. There's your thoughts. If you're having limiting thoughts, dark thoughts, negative thoughts, this is something that you really got to work on because your brain will do things, your thoughts will come in, some of them random. And, you know, I've said it before, you don't have to believe everything you're thinking of. Sometimes they do that as a way of, um, you know, trying to protect you. They think that you're in danger and it's not true. So you want to examine your thoughts, what's true, what's not, discount them, reframe them. You got to be careful with the stories you tell yourself, your beliefs. And a lot of this has been passed down generationally. Most of it is there because of experiences you've had, whether they've been your own experiences or somebody else's experiences, something you've heard, something that you've been exposed to, an idea or a thought, but you actually have the ability to reject it, not allow it to come into your consciousness, your belief system, invade your body, your frequency, your energy. So you have to consistently be thinking, does this thought serve me? Is it true? Can it mean something else? What would I rather believe? And then when we talk about spirit, we're talking about a sense of calmness, of safety, of connection. We're talking about gratitude and giving, prayer helps your spirit quite a bit, regardless of what it is you believe in, but just connecting and praying and giving gratitude. So does laughter and feeling that sense of joy. We want to lift your spirit. We want to expand from your heart, connect with your heart. A lot of people don't know how to do that. I'm sure you've heard your heart chakra, what it's about. And when you're connected with your heart, you radiate a higher frequency, a higher sense of love. And love is the highest frequency that you can experience. Actually, when we talk about love, you have to be aware that in order to receive love, and to give love, you have to love yourself. So part of this conversation with stagnation, with clearing out, starts with how you feel about yourself, how much you value yourself, how much you forgive yourself, how much you allow yourself to be perfectly imperfect, yet with great intentions, full of love, full of joy, wanting to grow, wanting to give allowing that space for the unknown, not trying to control. It's a lot of heavy conversations, but it doesn't have to be difficult. It could be easy if you just allow. And a lot of people don't allow. They live in control and fear and so forth. And again, that causes you to be stuck. We're going after positivity, empowerment, content, ease, free flow, that's what we're supposed to feel. Of course, there's challenges in this world. Yes, there's things that seem harder than others, but they don't have to get you stuck. It's part of the process of the growth, of the expansion, as the human body is meant to do, as your spirit, as an, from an evolutionary process, we keep on 
growing and giving and learning, we're not supposed to stay stuck. We do that to ourselves. Again, a lot of it by our belief systems, our prior conditioning. But you have the power to release that, to actually allow yourself to flourish. So you might be thinking, that all sounds great, but how do I really release? One of the ways that I like to release, obviously, I mean, we have to start the conversation with awareness. Are you really aware of what your triggers are? What sets you off? What makes you feel depleted, drab, stuck? Where does it stay in your body? Where are you holding it on your jaw, on your teeth, in your neck, on your shoulders, in your stomach, on your feet, on your thighs? Where is it living? Because our body holds these emotions on a cellular level. We want to scan our body. We want to connect with it and know where it is sitting in our body. Where is it stuck? We want to create that awareness. What are my triggers? What am I reacting to? What lowers my frequency, my energy? That's the awareness piece. And that's just you checking in on you. Just taking a few moments to connect with yourself. Everybody's able to do this. If you're not that great at it, it's because you're not doing it enough. So it's just basically a practice. And then you release it. And how you release it is that you have to feel it. You feel it in your heart, in your muscles, in your head. And then you say it consciously. I choose to release, expand, whatever it is that you need to say to allow it to go. And it's a gentle process. You don't force it. I mean, sometimes, you know, screaming and 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 pounding actually might work, but I prefer a more gentle process. You can do it by writing it out, literally journaling or crying. Sometimes that's what you need. You can do it by stimulating your, your vagus nerve, whether that's by um, gargling or by breathing and just basically releasing it deeply with breath and imagining it just floating away. You can tap it out with EFT, emotional freedom technique. It's about gently forgiving yourself and releasing what no longer works. You want to ask yourself the question, what do I need to feel better? What do I need to do less of? What might I need to do more of to support my body, my mind, my spirit? Maybe it's spending more time alone. Maybe it's reconnecting with nature. Maybe it's releasing some people, some thoughts, some patterns. What do you need? Are you stuck in a relationship that is really toxic? It's not good for you. Are you going to work every day in a job that you truly hate? It doesn't fuel you. It doesn't lift you. It doesn't feed what your need is to grow and to give. Only you know what you need. And, you know, sometimes when you're releasing, there's sadness and that's okay. I mean, you're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to mourn and to grieve. It's part of an emotional process that's there in order to heal us, to help us. Emotions, again, are there for our benefit. So many people try to stuff their emotions, suppress them. That leads to disease. Your mental health cannot get better if you are suppressing. Things need to be brought up to consciousness and then released if they're no good. If it's working for you, you acknowledge it and you keep doing more of it. 
and you stack some more on of that practice. And that's what helps you grow and give and feel better. When you reconnect to a different experience, one that suits you, that's when you start feeling better. You do that by asking yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to live? What experience am I after? And how will I know when it's there? Sometimes things are right in front of your face and they are there, but you're focusing on the negative stuff. You're focusing on the bad. So you kind of can't look at the good. It's like if you're throwing a blanket over it and, you know, the good stuff is there. Just take off the blanket. And it's always been there. But if you're focusing on the ill, on the bad, on the negative, and not noticing all the good stuff that's in your world, then you might be feeling stuck. I love the question, does this serve my highest and best good? Does this support me? Does this expand me? Does this make me feel safe, vital, alive, at ease? I think that's a good practice for you to ask yourself that question. And then, you know, based on that answer, you're going to know. You're going to know your triggers. You're going to know what doesn't serve. You're going to know what you need to change and what to recreate. It's a quick episode, this podcast. There's so much that could be said for this topic. Basically, I just wanted to introduce to you the concept of releasing your stagnation. It happens to everybody. You're not alone. The difference is some people are able to identify and release and some people stay stuck. So my friends, what are you going to do? It's up to you. You can change your life, your feeling, your experience instantly by doing some of these things I just talked about. I hope it was helpful. Until next week, think well and be well. Catch you soon. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences, and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts. 